Now, in the last hour, Iraq has recalled its ambassador from Tehran to discuss Iran's attack on a bill in the north of the country. The United States has also commented on the ballistic missile attack launched into Iraq by Iran's Revolutionary Guards. They've described it as reckless and imprecise. Well, the US military said it had tracked the strikes, which Iran claims had destroyed anti-Iranian targets, including what it called an Israeli spy headquarters. Now, Israel hasn't commented. This was one of the buildings that was hit near Abil in the Kurdish region of the country. Local officials there said that four people were killed. Well, let's go live now to our Middle East correspondent, Hugo Bachega. Hugo, can you tell us more about what we know about this attack? Yeah, we don't have many details, but there was a statement from the Iranian Revolutionary Guard saying that uh, they had targeted anti-Iranian terrorist groups. And in Erbil, they said they had hit uh, an Israeli spy uh, base. Uh, there hasn't been uh, any reaction from uh, the Israelis. Four people were killed in Erbil when houses were hit. Uh, there were loud explosions overnight uh, as a result of those uh, attacks. Uh, air traffic had to be temporarily suspended at uh, the city's airport. And uh, the Iranians also say that uh, they targeted uh, positions of the Islamic State group in Syria. And they say that this uh, was in retaliation to attacks. Uh, the Islamic State group said it was behind a major attack in Iran earlier this month that killed more than 80 people at a memorial service for the top Iranian commander, uh, Qasem Soleimani. But uh, a lot of the focus is on what happened in Iraq. Uh, the Kurdish authorities uh, have described these attacks as, uh, as a crime against uh, the Kurdish people. Uh, and again, this is happening as uh, there have been concerns about an escalation of the violence across the region sparked by the Israeli war against Hamas in Gaza. What does this mean, Hugo, in terms of the rising tensions that we know are escalating in the region? So we're watching two different situations here that are interconnected. First, uh, the Israeli military offensive against Hamas in Gaza, which was obviously uh, sparked by the Hamas attacks on the 7th of October in Israel. And uh, these attacks that have been happening across the region, uh, attacks that have been carried out by groups supported by Iran. You have Hezbollah here in Lebanon, which has been carrying out attacks targeting uh, Israeli positions almost every day. Uh, the Houthis in Yemen, uh, who've been uh, attacking uh, commercial vessels uh, in the Red Sea and obviously that has led to a response by the US by the UK uh, against uh, Houthi positions in Yemen and uh, there have been attacks by other uh, factions and groups uh, targeting uh, American bases uh, and American locations in Iraq and in Syria and all those groups are part of the so-called axis of resistance which is this alliance of forces uh, supported by Iran across the region so there have been concerns that uh, this violence could escalate into a wider regional conflict. Hugo, thank you. Well, for more analysis on this, earlier I spoke to Defence Analysis and the BBC's former Defence and Diplomatic Correspondent, Jonathan Marcus. There's a certain amount of confusion uh, on the Iranian side and from the Iranian statements. Uh, the statement from the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps uh, suggests also that the attack into Erbil in Kurdistan uh, was also in some sense related to uh, retaliation or a response 
to the, uh, uh, the, the bombing of this memorial service that you referred to. Uh, so it's rather strange. I and mean, there were also attacks very near a new American consulate uh, that's being, being built there. Uh, also, the uh, Kurdish authorities are saying that they uh, shot down uh, some drones uh, in the vicinity of Erbil airport, where again, there are some American forces, we believe, uh, based. So all of this is rather shadowy and unclear. Uh, but it suggests, of course, uh, another worrying factor that potentially, of course, here, uh, the Americans and the Iranians directly uh, could come uh, into confrontation. We know over recent months there have been a, a large number of uh, Iranian-sponsored attacks on U.S. bases in the region, but these have been actually carried out by uh, proxy groups in Iraq and, and elsewhere, uh, who to some extent take their orders uh, from uh, Tehran. But these weapons were actually fired by the Iranians, both at targets, as you say, in northern Iraq uh, and also, of course, uh, in Syria. Mm, Jonathan, you mentioned the shooting down of the uh, armed drones there. And this, of course, all comes amid those rising in, um, tensions in the region. Can you just briefly tell us about that? Well, look, there are essentially two overlapping sets of conflicts going on. The first is obviously the war between uh, Israel and Hamas in Gaza. Uh, that has prompted uh, other actors to uh, pitch in to varying degrees. We see Hezbollah fighting across Israel's northern border to an extent. Uh, obviously, the, the Houthis uh, shooting missiles at Israel. Uh, up the length of the Red Sea, but also, of course, crucially, and this involves Britain, uh, attacking commercial shipping, commercial shipping lanes uh, and Western warships who are trying uh, to protect them. So what you have here really are two sets of conflicts overlapping. One, Israel v. Hamas and the ramifications of that. But, of course, behind that, the much longer-running and wider conflict uh, between a low-level conflict, if you like, between Iran and its various allies in the region and Western interests more generally and the United States in particular.